Down From Work podcast. My name is Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Hey, welcome to episode four of the Waking Up From Work podcast, where we focus on getting to work, making our work a passion. Um, episode four, we're really uh, making this actually a existing podcast. Um, uh, for, for those of you just tuning in, I do encourage you to go back and listen to the first kicking off episodes uh, so you can get a background on just what this thing is about and, and have a little bit more of a viewpoint on the different entities backgrounds for why they feel the way that they do or do the things that they do. Um, but what we are is we're a New Hampshire based podcast interviewing and discussing entrepreneurs, small business, music, arts industry, and just the all broad general topic of making a career, what you want it to be and not what you think it has to be. Um, episodes typically range between 30 to 45 minutes and are put on a bi-weekly basis for the meantime. Uh, most of that is due to all of the uh, interviewees and the people running the podcast, just trying to maintain, trying to do the side hustle and do it effectively. Um, so we kicked off interviews last week, um, we'll do some interviews, some discussions, some debates, whatever yep. it may be. But last we week was our first interview. It was with Jesse Harless from Entrepreneurs and Recovery. We talked about daily habits to keep accountability and movement toward your goal um, and a little bit about his background in making the decision to actually go after something. Um, on this episode, we're going to dive into some of the things that Ryan is working on behind the scenes with uh, an interview with his friend and colleague, Nate from Garen Game Studios that I... Oh, you got it. I got it. (laughs) I've been practicing this. Um, Yeah, we worked out. I probably needed more practice, (laughs) but uh, Ryan's working on his voice acting um, and audio as part of these games. Voice acting. Yep. And characters. And I'm I'm writing with Ford, too. Oh, yeah. He's he's definitely a huge part of this whole thing. He's I... (laughs) <laughs> he's, okay. he's giving me more credit than it's actually <laughs> happening but it's a fun process regardless okay um from what i have heard from bits and pieces from ryan we're essentially working on creating a game oh yeah flat out that's yep. the goal yep um do you want to run us through what is garen game studios what is nate from garen game studios what's this all about what are, what's sure. the goal here in the background so I started out modding, which is definitely something a lot of people do, you know, uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout series, but it started way far back. Love both of those games. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I Super mean, popular. Yeah. Huge influences on what we're going for here. Um, but I've always, I've loved games, but I've always wanted to know what's making it work. And then when I got into that part of it, I wanted to make my own world, essentially. Um, So these tools kind of gave me, you know, like the itty bitty pieces that I needed for that. But I want to go all the way. So I'm actually using Unreal Engine to make a video game and therefore launch into, you know, a, a full on studio. Very cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm sure like um, like these mods, it's probably like you have that foundation and then you're stripping away and messing with layers and things like that. Whereas now you're kind of making that transition where you're like, I tasted a piece of that. I really mm. like it. Yep. Now I want to just skip past what someone else has laid down. I want to just make this my own oh, thing. Exactly. That's it. The modding is obviously you're toying around with like somebody else's IP and like a concept and a world that's already created and yep. you can only operate so much in the realm of that. And, but when you kind of transition into your own stuff, like, like you said, the, the possibilities are almost endless because then it's, it's your intellect and your creative process kind of unfurling onto that. Right. And I think like there's definitely guests that will be on the show that 
they're working to make their dream working at another company. But I mean, I guess like also for people that are not working their passion, working for another company, it's like Jesse said last week, it's like, I'm working to create someone else's dream. Yeah. Not working yeah. to create my dream. Oh, yeah. I'm right. working hard to create someone else's dream and it's just not necessarily the end game, I right. guess, if you're if you're caught up in that. And not not only that, but like I think uh something that we were discussing in the car right over here is that, you know, and something that we've touched on already on the podcast before is that you have people from like all walks of creativity, you know, this is my background here, this is the project that I'm working on and they kind of for some like way seems like they're not related, but then you find a way that like in my way, like voice acting, like, Oh, you're making a game game needs voice actors. I characters are super important for that. Like I want to be a part of this and you collab and you find common ground and that's how ideas get exchanged. And that's how people have something to offer other people and ideas bounce back and forth and you create something worthwhile. Yeah. You coalesce (laughs) something like really good. And just coming from completely different places, it's like, it's kind of its own reward. And then like what comes after the creative process to what you're actually going for, like whether it be a game or producing somebody's album or doing a spot for somebody, like that's what comes out to that too. But then you have the human layer that's on top of it. So human is good. Yes. Human is good. <laughs> Machine is good sometimes when it's late or you're tired, but human Machine is, is good, good a lot when of times used by a proper human. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, cool. So where are you at in the process? Where are you aiming to be at? What, what, what's, what are you up to with this so project? I kind of just left the, um, asset acquirement phase and now I'm in the building phase, uh, more so, uh, tinkering and making the image of the game itself. Again, giving myself enough content to launch a full career out of it. Yep. Um, that being done, of course, through, you know, hopefully uh, crowdsource, crowdsource funding, uh, Kickstarter, Patreon. Um, so right now I'm building up to that point and it's going great. Um, you know, I have an actual world, characters being developed, uh, you know concept artists drawing art writers soon we'll get the voice acting going so it's one of those things that's kind of uh come together quickly and kind of like explode you know it really has and then like it's weird because even we were talking about this too um like it seemed at some points like slow like sometimes we're like oh you know we're not not really writing right now like we don't have this part of the next step solidified so it kind of seems like but then you realize like the short amount of time that things have already happened in and you're like right it's amazing like when you put things into perspective like um like how much you can really get done in a short amount of time without realizing like man you know you put in some work and a lot is coming out in a short period of time and you kind of get short-sighted about that. Well, so. I'm sure for you at work, mm-hmm. your head's spinning. Yep. So you're sitting at your normal 40-hour-a-week job. Right. But that doesn't mean that creative content isn't swirling exactly. around. If anything, it's the opposite. It's <laughs> yeah, like, really. because I'm at this 40-hour-a-week job, like, my head better be spinning somewhere else because, you know, yep. this is like this is where I have to be right now in order to fulfill, like, a very important role which is like monetary but it's the time yeah Yeah. it's my time is so much more valuable to me now because there's something outside of just this monetary gain that i'm getting here which is important you know you don't want to downplay that like you need fucking chips to play the game but it's not ultimately what you're working towards. You're like, Oh, I could be uh, spending a couple hours on the game, which arguably to me is worth twice as much monetary value as what I'm doing for my regular job or something. Oh yeah. And you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I almost get in a car crash like daily when I'm like writing lyrics, like in the car, I'm like, okay, okay. Like what, pay attention to driving, putting them into notes or like listening to recording. And I'm like, but but not listening to the recording, like listening to music. Listen, listen. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What if I, um, 
what if I do side chain compression on, and then like, whoa, actually there's a stoplight. Like whoa, <laughs> there's the rest of the world that needs to happen that I need to take this physical body around in, but there's just a lot. Mm, uh, I was um, doing that the other day. I was like writing some random, like just some random <laughs> side quest stuff, like on break at work. And I'm like sitting out on the couches. And the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be back like 10 minutes ago. I should probably go back to my desk. It's a good thing. I'm doing a lot of work today. Yeah, just a few more. Just a few more. <laughs> so you ever get caught in, public and you realize that you were doing something weird as shit mm-hmm. because of yep. whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish you didn't realize that it was like that's not actually normal <laughs> in the supermarket maybe for you to uh harmonize what you're hearing on your headphones or for you to i don't just know if you're writing stacking down stacking up broccoli crowns like, um, okay. <laughs> i was laughing to myself at just something funny that i was kind of writing the other day after it's something that i had heard on a podcast and i was just just realized that i was by myself at my desk and i was <laughs> laughing to myself maniacally i'm just like man if anybody walked by me right now i'd look really what suspect is that guy doing <laughs> Like, what is wrong with this kid oh. man ryan really uh he's, he's doing, going off the deep end he's doing some weird stuff on the job he, uh, <laughs> it's like what is he listening to <laughs> he's listening to a comedy sketch or something I, am. I was listening to a comedy podcast actually so i mean i guess like that honestly that conversation brings me to like my first thing that i'd like to cover which would be a on last week's episode, we talked to Jesse Harless, who is a life coach. He is he works with um, people who are in long term recovery. So for mm-hmm. him, it uh, habits daily are very important for keeping him on track with what he's doing. But I guess like broader picture, like when you're looking at the forty hours a week you're putting into your day job, um, and then like the side hustle, like on a daily basis, what are some of the things that you're doing to make it? So we're talking about getting a certain amount of content done in time. Um, like how do you, what are you doing basically to incorporate the side hustle? Like what does it look like for you and you and, and me really? Yeah. Um, so like I said, we definitely don't want to stop when we're just at work, but you don't want to compromise your, you know, your regular work that's paying the bills and all yep. of that. Providing um, something necessary. Yeah, exactly. Again, buying time, if you will. Um, but so what I think works best is being accessible and able to collaborate at all times. Uh you know, a website where we can all work together, store our ideas, uh, pull from, and, you know, just bounce things off one another. We definitely do a lot of, um, you know, instant messaging back and forth all through work, cool. you know, just giving ideas, you know, pitching things. It's uh, like random downtime. It's just like, boop, 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 boop. hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, Some, like something cool. quick, you yeah. know. Not taking away hours from our workday. That way we can still get our... It's on the brain. That's important. Um, I think that's fair. The other part... want to be present. ...is kind of sectioning yourself off, uh, you know, so you don't fall into, you know, the Netflix raw and those types of things. Yep. Uh, It's easy to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I do it myself, and that's definitely something that I got to you know, cut back on and focus on this. And I've noticed the more time you put in, the easier it gets to put the time in. It it becomes an obsession, like going to the gym for some people. Especially when you do section it off like that and you make it at the same time and you hold yourself Mm -hmm. to, I'm going to constructively work for this amount of time or I have a goal where I'm accomplishing X task and I honestly really can't, um, afford to not accomplish it by this time. It's just the accountability factor. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think that like my day job, I am more productive and more efficient and yep. better at if I do an hour and a half of mixing in the morning Yeah, mm-hmm. because I feel that fulfillment mm-hmm. before I go to work yeah. for the day. And I really like what you said, Nate, in terms of like a group communication, like for me anyway, it really is just me in terms of what I'm doing for crawl space audio. It's just me. Mm-hmm. However, just, I don't know with, I guess like the artists that I'm working with, I'm definitely like, if I think of an idea, I'm like, even if it's at work or wherever I'm at, I'm like, what do you think about having a reverse snare hit at this portion? 
and they, they're going to understand at least where I'm at on it. But like having that discussion all the time makes it feel like even though there's stuff behind the scenes that they're not seeing, like maybe I'm mixing for a week, but my client doesn't see me mixing. Right. Yeah. But having that involvement where I'm like, dude, think about this idea that I just, I just th- thought, what do you think about that? It keeps them engaged in the project Absolutely. and it keeps me engaged with having that level around all the other stuff that I'm doing when I'm buying some eggs and I'm like, Oh my God, what about this portion of this, this song? What if we, um, what if we threw, uh, who knows some, some foot stomps into that song and then I'll text it and I'll just be excited. I'll be like, Oh my God, what if we threw foot? And then they'll be like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I love that you said that there's people that have no idea what I'm doing, but I still like telling them exactly what I'm doing just to hear their reaction, especially because if someone that's completely uninterested in what you're doing, it, you know, has an interest for even just a moment, you know, you're going somewhere. Yep. Um, but also it kind of allows you to realize, are my ideas there yet? Right. You know, test the waters. Yeah, exactly. Unbiased minds to kind of, you know, worth gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I will play a mix to, someone i will walk up to them i'll be like what do you think of this if you heard it on the radio and it will be like if it's even someone like that i'm comfortable with like there was one time i had my uh truck being repaired at like a collision shop and i was just there like (laughs) four times so like they knew me by then i was like i was like what do you guys think about this song and they didn't know that i was uh, a producer or anything like that i'm like what do you think about this song i like it's just bugging me something about it and I would play it for them. And that unbiased feedback where they have no idea what you're talking about in any way is gold. Yep. Yep. It is always the thing that someone who's really into it's not going to say or someone who flat out doesn't like it because they don't like me or they don't like the product, whatever it is that's stopping it. It's just like a... Um, like those questions when like when they're doing like a, you know, interrogations, like what do they say on the fly? What is that like direct, most unbiased, unfiltered like, result? Yeah, it's like the most honest version of like that you can get out of a person where you ask them a question where they have zero investment in it whatsoever. They I think no, it makes me weird, right? but I love it. And it's very like, necessary. You're just like, ooh, sometimes that just stings. And you're just like, yeah, this song's hot garbage. You're just like, all right, back to the okay, drawing right. board. <laughs> I guess kind of to go along with this podcast, that's not crazy anymore. Like, you know, it, even just a couple of years ago when I was modding, I didn't really tell people about it. It's not something that you just, you know, oh, yeah, I spend my time modding. And then you have to explain what it, All it is. And There's an education the, component right. each time. But mm-hmm. now I don't mind saying, oh, I work on video game development right oh, yeah. cool you know what do you mean it's it's a different environment now and i think people just going on like at things their own or you know collaborating towards things it's not unheard of now that's kind of the right. new way of you know making things your own and i think like we talked about like having a very clear vision with Jesse yep. and that made an impact on me. And so like part of telling people that you're doing it, A is validation for yourself to be like, I am a game designer. Yep. I am a voice actor. I am an audio producer. And then the other part of it is you need to have a very clear vision. So part of you telling that to a stranger or someone that's never talked to you about it before you project what you want as success onto yourself and other people confidence and having the confidence yep. is exactly yep. to say that i s- am an audio producer oh yeah of course i work 40 hours doing a sales job i do you're absolutely right but 20 hours a week i am recording and producing and getting albums into the hands of an artist there's no reason to hide that right. and there's no reason Agreed. to not validate yourself that or you're not doing it or, even though you're not doing it full time and it's not the only job that you're getting for income you should be def- able to say if you're doing that on a professional level you're doing it defines you yeah like that's what defines me like when you talk to people you're not just like oh yeah hey you know like hey what's up what's up with you like what's your deal you're not gonna be like oh yeah i work this 40 hour a week job like you're gonna be like oh this is what i do like that's me that's yeah. like the uh the amalgamation of me 
Like that's what I'm all about. Like right. that's your instinct. That's your gut reaction. That's what you're going to tell people about you. And so like, that's more real. At least That's what I think at least. I no, I agree. Um, not to totally switch it up. Right. But, but we're going to totally right? switch it up. Yeah, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to, uh-huh. um, I think, I mean, I guess like before we just jump off the topic, I guess like my takeaway from this and we'll, we'll ask other interviewees and things like that is just when you've made the decision, we've talked about that and you're, you're coming up with different habits that you're going to do to try to avoid the Netflix pool or the, I'm going to go to bed cause I'm tired. Like, but now you're in the universe where you're doing it is just to keep yourself and others that are involved with it engaged in it so it's something tangible and it's not this thing that eventually someday will happen because if you want it to happen now then you're not you're not you're saying in 50 years I'll create a game you're not saying that you're saying I'm creating a game right now that's right. what I'm doing and yep. so just staying engaged keeping people involved with the project engaged and having a plan for how you're going to do that essentially like on your day like for instance me today i mixed for 20 minutes this morning but that might not have been enough to keep me engaged but this conversation that we're having right now you sure as hell bet yep. when i come off of this i don't really want to go to bed i want to go do stuff yep. you know so yep. i think that's my main thing that i got from that but i don't want to leave this episode without getting a little discussion on your information on your prep time and what you know about um, crowdfunding. Cause I know some of our listeners out there, people trying to start a business, people trying to acquire those assets that they want to do in a professional way. I know that crowdfunding is important to them. And I heard you mention that one time, but if oh, there's yeah. some expertise inside that head, I'd love to spill that out a little bit. So do you want to go over kind of your plan, what you need it for, what you want to get out of it? And then if you have any tips or tricks for people that want to get into that, I've heard things on both sides of the fences with it. I've heard people say, I wish I didn't do that. It didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't get what I wanted from it. And I've heard people say, my God, this thing wasn't around 10 years ago, but having this ability literally launched what I wanted to have happen and I didn't have to have any equity taken from my company. This is perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'd start with saying again, confidence. That's the, the big thing that I'm going for here. I know that what I'm creating, what me and Ryan have going here, it's, it's, definitely going to be something desirable i mean it it's just mm. uh you know. we put too much time and research <laughs> and thought into um having it not be that way so you're in yeah you're in now oh right? yeah so it's- basically what i've noticed a lot of the pitfalls with crowdfunding is more of i need i would like it's going to, it should really be more confident and straightforward. It is, it, you know, it will be things like this. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people that are asking for crowdfunding are coming from a source already kind of doubting themselves. Whereas the way I want to approach it and the way I'd advise to is let them know that you absolutely can do it. You have the ability and it's going to happen. Right. But that this funding is what's going to, you know, excel it. And, you know, you're not coming to crowdfunding because you're like, there is no one on the planet who will invest in this product or service. Will someone please help me out here? I have no, there's no one that really you're coming to it and you're saying, listen, this is what is going to happen because I've invested this amount of time, this amount of assets. I clearly have a plan for this crowdfunding by X, Y, and Z. Yep. This is going to happen. I think the best way to get me there is oh. with this crowdfunding and I want you to be a part of it. Exactly. Like and then a, a presentation for giving that to people in a very tangible way. Yeah. It, the reward is, is that's the main goal. Um, you know, we're, we're gamers. We know by now that there's a lot of games out there that do early access or things like that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's, you know, disappointing. Yeah. Um, and 
right now in that realm, the video game world, there's a lot of disappointment and I want to finally be that studio to, you know, so what you're saying is you don't want to create a Reddit war about <laughs> yeah. how long it takes to become Darth Vader and yep. almost crash exactly. your game. You don't really yep. feel like being a part of that because <laughs> yeah. I'm still not Darth Vader, Nate, and I have a I have a component of him on my desk, so it is depressing. It's oh, downright I depressing. That. I went back to Fallout 4. So okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there, I'm free. I want free. the people that back us to be instantly rewarded but then also the people that might have been reserved they also get rewarded you know and this continues and carries on i guess the main takeaway would be you know under promise but oversell okay like it did like the way that it like should work at least when you at least this is what my opinion is on when you crown front properly, what kind of like what he was saying, or it's like the promise, you know, that like, hey, we're we're gamers. This is a game by gamers. We have a good idea. We're not um, working half assly. Like we're putting a lot of time and effort into concept and design in this. Like this is going to be a polished game. This is oh, going to yeah. be a game that is fully worth the amount of money that you would A, invest or B, yep. pay for it when it gets released. And you, you know when people see that you have that kind of confidence, it's triple A. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's high quality, and you know when you have a bunch of people like, hey, here's what we have to offer. We have a good product to offer. We have something that we think would be worth your while. Um, you know, we're looking for your help, and if we have you know a certain amount of resources and a certain amount of help, we can only make this better. And people cool. love stuff like that, especially in the game world where you have something unique to offer and you're willing to put the hours into making a well done, well polished, you know, clean and entertaining game. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think it's like anything where like at least for me anyway, like getting into trying to create a small business or especially with this podcast, starting to talk to all these different people that are on that level and that grassroots type of effort. Um, I seriously appreciate, appreciate, and I'm fine with paying that money for the craft beer. That's the brewery down my street, or I'm cool with buying the t-shirt from the band that's traveling from Austin, Texas in the middle of New Hampshire playing on a Monday night. I want to buy their stuff. I don't care what price it is. I don't care if I really like the shirt, I can throw it in my closet. But for me, like investing in something like that and I can be a part of it, but it's also going to be a good product. I'm fine with that. It's not an issue at all. You got some like some pay it forward uh, business uh, model kind of going forward, huh? What's that? It's like a pay it forward kind of business model you got going, right? Yeah. Like I paid for like Mm -hmm. the, the Dunkin' Donuts cup behind me. I, I uh, bought the band shirt from the Austin, Texas band. So right. that way, maybe uh, someday when I'm down in Austin, Texas and I'm, they're I'm down there. It. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to, there's someone, some, some guy's going to be in that bar and he's going to be like, Hey, first t shirt. You man. bought my shirt. I'm going to buy your shirt, man. You know, yeah. You bought your t shirt seven Pay years forward. ago. Okay. So, like, I know that we're, a little far out and maybe by the time we this podcast is out and live and things like that we might be in a spot do you have any plans at least for some of the offerings that you're come going to come up with or um yeah, for absolutely. any of the things that you're going to get uh people involved how did you come up with things that will be financially make sense for what you're trying to get in without putting it out but also be rewarding enough that if i'm not the type of person that will throw the money at the local game creators um but i'm still like you know what i like the product and Mm -hmm. this is something that's great for me how did you come up with that so i think a good model is if you're making for you know for me i'm making a world of environment within a game so my ultimate goal is to you know create this dark fantasy world I want to incorporate these other people, these people that back up me in the project into the world. So a good way, uh, you know, would be, you know, naming things after backers within the game, whether cool. it be a statue, a portrait, Item, items, weapons. So, you know, let them be a 
part of the waking up from work battle axe Mm -hmm. yes and you use it to (laughs) slice your way through poor mediocre jobs (laughs) and (laughs) it it frees like the people of an entire civilization but yeah i'm pointing it now and i liberated everybody in this town (laughs) no that's great it's ownership yeah, it's cool. giving the ability to be a part of it, you know, for like, everyone. Hey, involved. check it out! I donated to this game. It's real now. This is the town that it's named after me. It's yeah, named Ryan's exactly. Town. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> very yeah. original. That's cool. <laughs> yep. And it's something that doesn't really mess with you in any way. It's literally just implanting information that you'd in be doing something. anyway. You'd yep. have to name it anyway. It's almost saving you work, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, letting everyone be a part of the creative process, basically. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Like on that, <clears throat> one of the questions that I did want to ask you is, as somebody who works with you, is like, what's your favorite part of the creative process um, going like forward right now? Whether it be like design or concept or just collaboration, like it can be interpersonal work and can be something more along the... Well, it's funny you mentioned in interpersonal. I think that's the main thing right now. Again, getting, getting all of these different minds, this team that I've built together and working on one thing. I've got a concept artist that's just starting to, you know, whip up things for the writers, which sure. help the, de- the developers, the programmers, you know, it all kind of, the, you know, leans on each other. But then once we're getting going, we're, we're good and we're solid, interdependent, but, you know, interrelated and moving forward. Cool. Absolutely. It's a pleasure too. It's so much fun. Like just, I feel like in any endeavor that you really do, especially like creative processes where it's so much more beneficial for you to have outside perspectives, kind of like what you were saying, where you would play music for random people, because ultimately when you're looking to monetize, you know, things like we are, we're creative processes. Craft. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, you know, that's hard to do, man. Like it's not just like going to school, getting a run of the mill job where, you know, like here's it's not the, cut and dry. Yeah. It's not cut and there's dry. No, where, you know, there's, this you, is the product that yep. has to happen. Mm-hmm. These are the exact FDA standards of how to cut it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, it's just like, okay, man, like if you want to have a piece of you be able, you know, like your creative process to be what your job is like that's got to be fine-tuned because there's no defining it so you kind of have to define it and that takes uh important it's important to do i think like a realization for me like the reason why i check all my mixes on like a pair of apple um iphone headphones or in my literally crushed truck radio which is awful because that's um, what they're gonna be hearing i don't care what it sounds like to me i care about the consumer yeah Like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I have just learned like when I got outside of school, right, is like maybe a mentor or someone higher up in the industry, they're like, you don't do it that way. Well, at the end of the day, if the consumer broadly unbiased likes the way that this has come out, I don't really care what the right or wrong way is to do it. Honestly, as long as it's ethical, if this product comes out the way that they care about it, then it doesn't matter. There's no right Agreed. way. There's no, this is the standard way to do it when it comes to art or craft or anything like that. It's at the end of the day, the person that you never talk to in your life, they don't know who you are and you come up and ask them, what do you think about this mix? Or what do you think about this um, storyline or anything like that? It's if they like that, then that's what matters. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Be like, honestly. oh, you heard that little like thing that I added in for the auto quality. Be like, no, no, I didn't even hear that. No, nope. be like, Awesome. <laughs> I don't, get away I from me. Like I don't know who you are. On that. <laughs> I was walking my dog. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I like the part of in the beginning that you're just like, oh, I completely missed it. I worked so hard on that. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because they're the one who Darn bought it. it and that's what it's for. I cannot believe you missed it that in the in that cave, in that mountain, in the corner, there's actually a handprint. That handprint is a laser imprint of my hand right. that I put in there. 
and it's an easter egg that if you realize that it would have actually led you to this other village inside that village there's a room and it looks like my college dorm and i can't believe you didn't get that i'm so mad it's like what's your problem man don't you have any intention to detail i don't know i walked around i just killed everything that's what i did it's like yeah i was uh, i was on the boat i was texting my girlfriend while i was in the loading screen (laughs) awesome well i think that that was a great um like hitting the iceberg of that oh yeah iceberg hitting the tip tip of the of the iceberg hitting the iceberg would be a much more (laughs) plethora of information would be longer than a 45 minute podcast but i think that was a great introduction in terms of where we're coming from as a podcast to talk about that i'm sure that down the line maybe we can recap with nate on how that crowdfunding project has actually been received and some of the feedback he's got yeah i'd love to ask some more questions like um that and kind of refine it but I do like to ask all my interviewees, which has accounted for one so far, but that's a uh, precursor, um, just a bunch of uh, questions so I can get kind of a compilation of what each mind in these industries is thinking. Sure. So for Nate, um, I guess my first question to ask you would be what made you make the decision to pursue this in a serious way so what broke it from i'm modding because it's something that i like to do because i like skyrim and fallout and i want them to do these other things to 100 percent of the time when i get out of work there's this whole other universe that i want to make eat up more of my life than that work does what what made you do that it's pretty simple i was good at it I was good at it and I wanted to do it more and I saw the potential in it. And then I, like Ryan said, I also saw with the software I was using the limitations and where I could be. And then as soon as I moved into new software and saw my, that bottlenecked potential open up, that's when, you know, I I was all so much out here that I wasn't a part of. And now I want to be. Now yep. it's mine. That's yep. sweet. Like, what were some of like your steps that you made in order to like, what mm-hmm. I like to call finding the right information, which is when you find yourself in a bottleneck, whether you're restricted in some way, whether it be like you don't know what the next step is, or you don't know next necessarily what to do. Like, how can how can you put yourself in a position where you are starting to accomplish more and grow more in whatever your endeavor is? Um stay open-minded uh do your research make sure the track you're on isn't eating up your time whether it be because you know the software or process or method you're going through for whatever it is is holding you back like inefficiency wise exactly yeah make sure that you know your ability is being used as best as it can, you know? Um, So for me, a long time, I was just working by myself, learning each, you know, small step along the way, what I had to do to keep working at my project until finally I, you know, I, I came upon the realization that there's way better ways to do the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so just say, stay receptive to those things and willing to test them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like push your limits almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, be daring. We, mm-hmm. we come up like, and we've talked about this. We'll talk about it again. We come up with reasons why we cannot do something and all of it is bullshit. Yep. Yeah. It's not true. I don't have enough money to do this. I don't have the equipment that I need to start this. I don't have enough time to do this. Time. I don't have enough. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it is. I'm too old to do this. I'm too young to do this. We come up with these list of reasons and all of them are just not associated in real life with what we're talking about. Why is it that someone that's 80 years old can't start a company? Okay. They're 80 years old. Great. What do you want to leave behind? Why is it that if I'm 14, I can't be a pro at this because I've only lived 14 years, but now how much time do I have to donate to it? It's just, it's just, if you want it, you can have it. And I know that that sounds cliche and I know that sounds fantastic, but it's, you just have to realize that if you want it, you have, it doesn't mean that it happens literally within 13 hours and tomorrow it happens. (laughs) It just means if you want it, you have it, you grind your ass off for 10 years and you can 
most surely you put yourself it. in the right position and you talk to the right people and you learn the right set of skills and you have the right attitude toward and you have a goal written down and you do it in a way that is different and better than what the person before did it like you as a person have a way to do that in a way that's different than everybody else. It's being done. Yeah. It's it, already being fact. done. So like, how are you going to do it now? Exactly. Like, wow me. Like, right. Like that's how innovation happens. Like people who dare to do that. Like they're not just people who are like, well, everybody else is doing that. So it must've been done in every way that possibly could have been done. So I'm going to keep doing it in all the ways that it's already been done. Yeah. And so like, if you don't dare to do it, and you don't dare to put yourself in this, like, of course it's not going to be real. So on that note, um, what is the biggest mistake you've made in the process of this? Would you say that it is not collaborating sooner? Or yep. is there another mistake that you've made where like that you wouldn't make again if you were in the same career path? Someone's trying to make a game. They want to do what you've done so far and get to where you want to be at. What is that? There's kind of two. You already hit on one, collaborating. I definitely should have done that sooner. Just as we touched on before, that like that responsibility, that ownership, pushing forward with something that you've admitted to, you know, said, this is me, you've owned it. Um, definitely should have done that sooner. But it's not necessarily that... Um, it, it was totally a mistake is more timing. Sure. I wanted to refine, you know, my own craft. Yeah. My craft, On my IP right. and yeah. And then share it with others and, you know, see, see where it went. But, um, the other big downfall I had is I took a break and don't take breaks because sure. they turn into complacency. Long, yep. Oh man. And uh, super comfy. it is dangerous. Yep. So don't, don't take breaks. I mean, obviously your short 15 minute break, but yes. don't, don't for energy's yeah, sake. Yes. Stretch, take a vacation, limber up, exercise, in terms of an actual vacation, well, sleep well. take time, take a day to go out with your family, take a day. Those are all extremely important. But don't, yeah. um, don't just be like, you know what? I'm going to not do this for a month. Like unless you seriously need to in terms Illness? of like, okay. Yeah, like no, you're but. ill or you have some like, serious stuff going on like there's obviously like things nuances but like yes. don't be like oh well, i had a bad day and you know i ate mcdonald's the other day so i'm feeling kind of tired this is one of ryan's day. voices for the game just so <laughs> you we know. know what dude it's lazy it's lazy mopey dude lazy that's what i said just jamming words together like i have dyslexia can you say that again what is the word lozy lozy <laughs> i will have to listen to this episode again so i can incorporate that into future episode is lozy yeah i mean um <laughs> even like with the listeners i told you guys that i would commit to the miracle morning um just yeah, so you know going? i have i've been waking up i wake up at 6 or 6 30 every day i've been going for a run um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting the blood going and writing my affirmations and, and getting tight on my vision. And, uh, I've started meeting with score, which is a nonprofit organization that does consulting free advice for consulting businesses. We will talk about that on another episode Ooh, entirely, but it is an awesome resource. I have to hook up with that. But bottom line is I have been not taking, um, that time in the morning and, and wasting it lately. And that has helped me dramatically waking up pre seven o'clock is just like once you get into the rhythm of doing it you're just like listen i'm not a morning person yeah but it but it, it you can't start the morning off wrong i guess is all that get into that on your own time miracle morning awesome stuff score awesome stuff we'll talk about it later but yep. that for me just so the listeners know i'm holding myself accountable by coming back into this podcast i do do that consistently Okay, um, on the other side of that, what is the best idea that you've had in this process? The best idea that I've had is opening up and uh, I guess a little bit of, uh, you know, normally I try to control everything about my, you know, the project I'm doing and vision. everything. The vision, yeah. So kind of allowing others to sway me uh you know give their opinions and help mold 
a you know a overarching thing together um so the best thing i did was stay open-minded and ready to receive help cool. people want to help and be ready to let them how do you like how do you best like open up to other people and let them know like that you're receptive to things like that and like how do you let people know that you want them to be about a like a part of your collaboration and a part of your open process door policy the, yeah how do i know that the door is always open right how do i know that like i'm being valued of as something that i have to offer here like well i think that's important that you let people know especially yep. when you're making something like this like how do you go about that so our regular full-time job we kind of leave you know you don't feel like you left a part of you there in mm. a good sense you know a part that makes that environment better so to let people know you're hearing them receiving them again building them into that world into that environment so that they feel themselves there they feel vested uh you know, yeah a part of it like a part of them is being added and a part of you is being added and just somehow like yeah. makes this bigger that thing. mixiology, you know, mm-hmm. ownership. Yep. Yep. All right, cool. Um, what would be a book that you would recommend for either your specific industry, like other people that are listeners that want to create a game or get into the game industry or just in general, a book you'd recommend for mindset or anything like that? Definitely a mindset thing. I love uh, A Diary of an Idiot Abroad by Carl Pilkington. Okay. So uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of um, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant. So they have a longtime friend, Carl, that they send all around the world to see the Seven Wonders. And he's, you know, your run-of-the-mill average, you know, uh, sit inside, you know, do the regular routine British guy that, you know, wants his tea, his routine and everything like this. So when he's put outside of this disruption, yeah, it's awesome to see. Him right out of his uh, it's almost zone. like that unbiased opinion. You, he's standing in front of the pyramids and he goes, look at all this trash. You don't see this in the brochures, you know, stuff like that. Um, It's just awesome to see someone. Isn't the point there, bud? (laughs) Well, but does he, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that you feel when you read the book. There are parts where he sees beauty that other people don't. And then he'll look at something that should be recognized as pure beauty and he goes, yeah, bullshit. So it's it's yeah, that I'm, I'm not getting it that mind change that perception change um and he has an interesting philosophy and i think that's very helpful for people to just kind of see that there's different perspectives all the time cool i, I think there's like a huge statement in like disturbing the everyday, like yep. the disruption, the uncomfortable, like Jesse said last episode, like fear is a great indication of where you should be going. Yeah. yeah. So just being able to disrupt that normal routine. I personally perform the best when I'm under the gun. Like when I have to go eat what I kill, like I'm, I am on point. I can handle it at that point. But if I'm able to like slack and it's like, well, whatever, Give yourself some wiggle then, room, then right. wiggle. it can't be there. I had to force myself to have not, no, no wiggle room, you know? So yep. cool. Um, I guess like last, like how do people stay in touch with, um, the project? How do they stay in touch with you? How do we uh, get listeners involved with the, um, crowdfunding that you're going to be launching? I know it's not quite there yet, right? but how do people keep up with, um, with Gary and game studios? Yeah, we have a website. It's, uh, G H A R N S T A V.com. Garnstuff.com. Um, there's where you're going to definitely, you know, read about us, find what we're working on, what we're working towards and when to expect it, the team, you know, everything involved going into it. Um, and then, like you said, 
you know, touching upon when crowdsourcing will become available and when we're ready for those things and ideas and contributions. When our social media goes up and like forum based stuff, we have, there's a lot of like plans that we like the team so far has been talking about and collaborating and it's only going to get better the more that it gets fleshed out and talked about. And it could be difficult because Ryan, um, we may or may not have a component of the team behind this project in our podcast, actually every single episode. So I'm sure it'll be tough for listeners to be able to stay tuned with it right. with our, with the voice actor. <laughs> like, right. No. So we'll, we'll stay in touch with Nate. We'll oh, stay dude, in touch I'm with Karen studios man. and we'll, we'll let, we'll let people know how they can get involved when we're, we're going through the process. It's all um, about that time management boys. Yeah. You always back too. Cool. Um, so, okay, awesome. So I'm going to leave it here. We went a little bit long today, but thank you all for listening to wake up, uh, waking up from work podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it at this point. We're really starting to make this thing an entity as well. On top oh, yeah, of anything baby. that we're talking about here. So, um, the podcast, you can check out some of the show notes, which are going to include that book and things that Nate said, or wanted to tie in at waking up from slash episode four to see some of the links and brief write up of what we covered. Please keep up on us, uh, us on, I don't know, <laughs> on social media at, um, at Dave wake up. That's my Instagram or facebook.com slash waking up from work. Um, you can email me personally at wakeupfromworkpodcast at gmail.com or you can text or call me at 978-925-7402. Please text or call me with accountability, things you're up to. Uh, if you want us to interview or things that might be a good fit for the show, I am really happy to get into Send the in mud questions. here. Um, Send in anything. Let's get, we want. Let's build a community. Let's yeah, support let's each other. boys. Um, we, we all win. So I really appreciate if you leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or share with your friends, it's going to help us get recognized or noticed. More importantly, it's going to get us into the hands of someone that is listening to podcasts that might not have known that they want to wake up from work, but maybe this hits them and it just stirs something right. And it pulls on that emotional cord to make them wake up from work, get going, get your hustle on and, uh, start living full time. Get ready to hustle.